When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Gordo, and you're tuned in for another episode of Those Conspiracy Guys. This one, I have the lads from The Conspiracy Farm dropping in. Jeff and Pat, uh, conspiracy farmers over there. And uh, this was recorded mere hours before I succumbed to the symptoms of COVID-19, fighting the good fight, and then stuck to the bed for a a number of weeks, uh, shaking like a shitting dog. But this one was recorded just after the election, and uh, we had some, you know, heated debate about that, about Joe and Don still fighting it out uh, as of the release of this episode, so who knows what's going on in the future in our our Mad Max dystopia. Uh, We were also talking a little bit about vaccines, about corona, and about, you know, people not wearing masks, and people protesting, and, you know, loads of fucking general, um, just corona chat, trying to figure all out. Uh, without, you know, being medical experts. And then, of course, talking about conspiracy theory and what is it to be a conspiracy theorist if we're fighting against the news, fake news, and uh, it's a fucking topsy-turvy world, boys and girls. So I'll leave you to it. Uh, you can find it, the lads, the, the Conspiracy Farm on Rockfin. Uh, they also have a podcast network, that podcast network's called. And uh, I'll leave the links and stuff in the description below. You can go and check them out. Great podcast, loads of great guests, uh, and the boys are good laugh too. So this is Jeffrey Wilson and Pat Militich from The Conspiracy Farm joining me on this Swapcast. And I hope you enjoy it. Hello, Roswell, JFK. And welcome to another Dose Conspiracy Guys. This time I'm I'm sitting back, kicking back, having a cold one with the boys from the Conspiracy Farm, Pam Militish and Jeffrey Wilson. What is the story, boys? How are we keeping? We're doing our best We're to uh, hang on to that last shred of sanity. Yeah, man. It's uh it's time to start smoking crack, right? It's time to start like going, what are all these things that I've w- I wish I never done? Heroin, uh, I don't know, international wire fraud. Come on, fuck it. Let's just try something. Hey, if you need some crack, dude, I know I know a Biden. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the He's got that good shit. The hunter shall become the hunted. Um, so yeah, tell it. Let's tell everybody. About, I've been on your show a bunch of times, a few times at least. Uh, let's tell everybody about the, about the farm. What's what's the crack? And not the other crack. Now well, I mean the Irish version of crack. Yeah. <laughs> well, the crack is currently being smoked by Joe Biden and his granddaughter or nephew or niece or whatever the fuck it was. But no, it's um when we when this thing first started and kicked off, I mean, we really, you know, we were firing off content like nobody's business. So much was going down. You know, we were all trying oh, to get yeah. our mind around what the fuck was happening. You know, even though a lot of us have been reading the tea leaves, Agenda 21, all this, we didn't know if this was the move for that larger grand reset that we're seeing now. But, um, you know, over the course of months, obviously, it's taken kind of a toll on everybody. Everyone just has different shit they have to prioritize in their lives. You know, I work a lot. Pat works a lot. He's on the road a lot, moving into a new house. So we just kind of slowed things down a bit. And, um, 
you know, did just less frequent shows. Just wasn't pumping it out once a, once an episode a, a day, which is kind of where we're at. But now we're firing things back up. But obviously wanted to reconnect with you and so many of those yeah. other people who we had on during, when everything first kicked off. Because like you said, kind of regroup, see where everybody's at. And, you know, almost, you know, I say it jokingly, but it, this has been fucking tough, man. You know, everybody's kind of going through it, whether it's a financial thing, a psychological thing, or just family shit. I mean, it's just really, really crazy. And then now with them reinstituting more lockdowns and restrictions, it's just, you know, just equally, equally as frustrating. So, you know, we got the show fired back up. We got our new podcast network called That Podcast Network, where we kind of have all of our content under one umbrella, The Conspiracy Farm. My show, it's me speaking to you, way more casual and lighthearted. And then our other show, Everything Combat, kind of because life is a fight. Everyone goes through some shit to get to that next level. So, um, and, you know, we're looking to use that platform to help. And we got a pretty nice size carved out there. So we're helping to maybe find some up-and-coming shows that we think might have some potential and kind of carve out that space for them to utilize that platform to get their eyes on, you know, we're over 100 countries, millions of listeners, just trying to help them out and um, just keep our train going, man, and while staying sane and taking care of ourselves and our family. You're literally turning into a farm finding the seeds of talent and <laughs> yes. watering them with the nutrients needed to create a, a proper very content. much so very yeah, much so it's a fucking shit show out there man uh, conspiracy wise like um those conspiracy guys didn't take a hiatus but definitely uh, uh lowered the consistent and i think prolific output over the last say year um like yourselves pumping shit out week on week big ass deep dive episodes and shit and it's not only is it hard to do that in peacetime, let's say, but now in wartime, yeah, yeah. Like we're 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 conspiracy people, um, and in that, I think we may have to re-evaluate ourselves or reclassify ourselves. Like, what is conspiracy? Like, they're talking everything in the fucking news is a conspiracy now. Like, it seems like you know, topsy turvy, bizarro world. Everything has been flipped around. The mainstream media are going conspiracy at every opportunity, and all the conspiracy people are going. Um, no, I'm sorry. Now you're going to have to double check the facts on that. Now, uh, yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. It, it it just seems like some fucking like somebody turned up the crank. Uh, I blend the lads in CERN doing fucking p- pagan satanic rituals in front of a, a portal into another dimension, and they fucked everything up. Right. Like, come on, Switzerland. The fuck is wrong with you? But uh, you, you said you guys are making a, a new podcast network. You got um, user own version of, like, say, a fight companion, right? So, champ, Just can something. you tell us something about that? Like, you, you're obviously yeah. uh, uh, up to your up to your up to your nuts and guts with that. Yeah, no, yeah, that's basically it. You know, we want to give we'll give other bright people, people that are much brighter than myself, a chance to give their give their take on on what's going on in the world and and other podcasts as well. Um, you know, so it'd be a variety of stuff for people to listen to, but you know, for me, man, I tell you what, you know, having people just not the hardest part for me. And I think it's obviously for you guys too, is having people still not recognize what's happening around them as what is actually happening. I think a they lot do of not get in, this at all. In two years, man, I've seen a lot of people turn. A lot of people are being like, like Bill Hicks used to say, they're squeegeeing that third eye, just like, <laughs> like some shit's being seen. It's too obvious yeah. to ignore, do you know? Right. Yeah. And I, like, I yeah. pray that, I, I just pray that in this country, enough people wake up and stand up and just do not comply. Just do not comply with anything and take their power from them. Yeah. It's going to get fucked up when, uh, um, uh, Lord Lord Biden and uh, Darth Harris 
do end up getting there if they do get the throne. <laughs> I can see Joe Biden coming out in the hood and just being like, "You're mine!" Like some kind of <laughs> lightning shooting out from his fingers and all. And Nancy Pelosi being like, "Yes, Lord Biden!" Like it's gonna get weird in the place, right? I just don't think I. I I have faith. I have faith that. Um, you know that they don't need Biden or Harris in. Um, they don't think that they need need them in. They need when this thing gets overturned by the courts and Trump has another, um, you know, four years. You know that's when they they unleash you know their proxy armies of, of BLM and Antifa. That's well, look, that's when their proxy armies get revved up. Pat, I didn't want to go straight in dry, no kissing. But I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Buy me dinner first. Just, yeah, this is just like, well, it's not going to suck itself. Let's talk about that then, right? We're talking. We're ta- it always reminds me of that dude, you know, that black guy in uh, in um, Requiem for a Dream when you're when Jennifer Connelly goes over. What's that fucking guy's name? Uh, 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 I haven't seen that, but I think that's one of the Wayne's brothers, isn't it's it? It's not no Sydney. What the fuck is his name? Anyway, he's in. He's in. He's in loads of stuff. He, he's in the, the last season of um, Community and all as well. And he just like, well, it's not going to suck itself. Like, that's how I feel about what's happening with the fraud. Uh, well, you see, you can't say fraud. So it's not fraud. What it is is, and what I've been, uh, and Tim Pool. I don't know if you guys know Tim Pool. Of course. Tim is doing yeah. Trojan work. I mean, some of the best journalism some of the best work hunting out these uh reports hunting out these uh articles and i know he's standing on the shoulders of giants but he is out there like really like digging through the shit to find the diamonds in the rough of information to let us know let the people know what's going on with this election process because the mainstream media are like Goebbels level propaganda at the moment they are like Terrible. a unified yeah. front there's there, you can feel them like speaking like uh, a verbatim uh like production emails have been sent over and going and this is what you need to say and it's all in bold and it's like this is a threat to our democracy like it's all verbatim on channel on channel on channel even fox yeah. has taken the soup as we say here um fox has like bent the knee to the queen and 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 they're kind of like flip-flopping declaring arizona for 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 biden and stuff like that it's getting really weird the 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 poles are shifting the compass is now spinning there's no true mm. north no one knows really what's going on and tim pool is just like with his milk toast fence sitting follow me guys and we're just like come on Tim tell us what's happening he's coming out with shit that you wouldn't believe boys like telling like um, today I was listening to him talking about uh, 2,600 votes kicked under a desk in Pennsylvania Uh, in New Hampshire a a recount has shown like a a 5% differential in, in, in an increase in Trump votes in New Hampshire like that's huge that's in a couple of counties and if you extrapolate that out over the whole state it means that new hampshire went red for donald that's unheard yes. of yeah. there was even I rumors even of california, california there's even rumors of california flipping red can you imagine that yeah all but two counties officially voted for trump and now they're recounting those two blue counties and it's including la county like the most populated places in the whole country they could flip over could you imagine that's that's it's going to be it's it's going to be massive when Huge. when all of this have, have you listened to the attorney l uh lynn wood no not yet 
I tell you, you know, he is, he is, uh, all over this right now. And he, he flat out says, um, and I don't know where, where I found his, his conversation, but he flat out said that they're going after California as well. He believes that it was red and he believes that literally in his words, that many, many, many powerful, very powerful politicians and bureaucrats are going to hang literally in his words. And, and this guy's, and this guy's a heavy hitter. And, you know, as well as Sidney Powell, Sidney Powell is, is on the hunt. Yeah. She's releasing the Kraken as we speak, right? <laughs> exactly. Is she though? That's what, is, you know, well, that's what we were talking before we went on. It's like, you know, the first day after, you know, number fourth or fifth, you know, there was, I think it was Steve Pachenik or somebody was on Infowars saying, you know, this is a sting, man. Trump was way ahead of this 6D, 12D chess. He watermarked all the legitimate ballots. And that turned out to not be true. And some, then it was, somebody said there's the like day, a domain got a nuclear isotope the, the raid, in the ballots the raid on the servers. Yeah. I mean, it's just I, it, like Q, I want all of this shit to be true. I, I mean, fucking with kids, please be true. Stealing a fucking election just blatantly in front of everybody. Please be true. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I hope, I hope the Kraken is released because, and you, you, again, the news has been, it's always been fucked, right? It's so Operation Mockingbird started in the forties. It's always been, you know, fucking horrible narratives, but they're showing their ass so badly right now. You know, uh, you know, Donald Trump's daughter and, and, you know, her stepson, they're, they're all urging him to concede. All these people are trying to turn on him and Giuliani's, you know, his whole legal team's trying to quit, but they can't, I mean, it's just all this, seemingly bullshit making it seem like he has no chance there's no fraud biden's already picking his his cabinet and his chief of staff and all this it's like it's a foregone conclusion yeah it's demoralization I, I were, if, if it does if it does flip for trump dude it's it's so on and popping if it flipped you you will hear from over there a collective fucking <laughs> cranium explosion of liberals in the united states dude they will lose their shit well this is this is i tried to look at bigger picture stuff i tried to look at historical stuff uh with those conspiracy guys and try and examine what has happened in order to tell when something is happening what did it look like when this shit happened before because invariably all this shit has happened before right so like you're talking about uh elections being fraudulently executed in other countries like what happened when the wrong dude was installed a bunch of people came together in an armed insurrection. What happened then? The military of that country, under the power of the new motherfucker, cracked down super hard, killed a bunch of people. Everyone went, shh. And that was it. Blame communism. Like, it's been done. It's been done. And I think... Well, like, a lot of those puppets that have been put in place are people we put in place. We wanted those thing. puppets in place. We... Yeah, 100%. Like proxy wars and all the stuff in South America and uh, in uh, all of uh, it, all the stands, all the, the you know, the, the ex Russian stuff, Afghanistan. So, like, um, the Sydney Powell, Pat, you're saying Sydney Powell releasing the Kraken. I think release the Kraken it could possibly be an extension of Q, which is like trust the plan. So, we're still trusting, we're still waiting. The 10 days of darkness apparently happened from November 3rd to November 13th. And then November 14th came around and then the 15th and then it was Monday and we were like, right, Monday morning. I was literally like, chef's kiss, waiting at the computer for an update. Like on Twitter, with release the crank at refreshing, refreshing, refresh, nothing, refresh, nothing. So it was like, 
Right. When is this thing coming down? Now, apparently... I believe they were in court today, weren't they? Apparently, there's been arrests, yeah. so, some arrests already. There's people uh, done for... They were called curing ballots, which is when they go to people's houses and they help them. They were knocking around the doors in Georgia uh, and going into people's houses and helping them fix their incorrect... Like, quote-unquote, fix their incorrect ballots. But um, there has been people been arrested for uh, uh, ballot harvesting, which is a, a crime, apparently, uh, which is th- like that, but... Going to people's houses and go, come here, did you vote for Trump? Yeah, I think you made a mistake. You meant to vote for Biden, didn't you? Wink. Um, <laughs> and what, what I think Tim Poole said today and, and brought to the attention of basically everybody with as much as he knows, and he's in deep, and I think he's the only one uh, that's really like covering it hard and regular, three, four, five times a day. I listen to him a lot, and the thing I've got from him is it's not a... Q conspiracy. It's not like an underground, this is not like the Biden-Harris campaign and the deep state and everybody working together to overthrow Trump. It looks like that. And if you're Q and you're those guys, it, it might seem like that or feel like that. When really what it is, this is a bunch of individual actors, a bunch of individual people who are like, no matter what, like looking across at each other being like, you know, holding up the holding up the power <laughs> fist, just being yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, are you going to do anything? I'm going to do anything. And it's all like through the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, fuck this motherfucker. And ripping up stuff. Well, and I was wondering, I mean, I, you know, as, as ubiquitous as this was, I was wondering, and I heard there was an arrest at basically a meeting before votes started getting counted. Like everyone was like, all right, we know what we're doing here, right? Because it, 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 it seems so coordinated. At some point in time, there had to be some kind of coded high sign or some explicit, like, like you said, whatever it was, fist in the air. I saw people counting masks with bias Biden Harris fucking masks on their yeah. face. You can't be doing that. That's like you're not allowed right. to you're not allowed to canvas within like whatever how many feet of polling station and all this. Electioneering, they call it yeah. shit. So I mean, so many individuals broke the rules. And a lot of people are gonna Well, be like, I think I I think it's I think that sure there are those those folks, definitely. Um because the narrative, you know, of the the media and everything else, you know, that has just fed their 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 lack of of being able to to step back and see what the hell's going on. But I said it just um, earlier today that the the technocrats, the CEOs of these massive multinational corporations of you know uh, technology and big pharma, control the narrative and they control the politicians. Yeah. And they are, these, these people are absolute puppets of these eugenicists and they're in the same club. They have to be, they're all compromised. They've all, they've all committed crimes. Um, and that's, that's held over their head and, and, and being absolutely greedy and just flat out evil. So once I, I truly believe that once the domino starts to fall on one of these people, like they're all going to start ratting each other out. They're going to eat each other alive. I just, I, I, I can see it. I can see it coming. I can see it coming. Yeah, I think um, I, I, I read a, I read a thing today. Somebody put it up in our Discord that Bill Gates only made friends with Jeffrey Epstein after his uh, 2008 uh, conviction for sex crimes, right? And then two or three months after he wink killed himself. Uh, event 201 was brought out to the public as like what if this happened global pandemic i don't know (laughs) and then three months later we're in national lockdown for wink two weeks so like 
that just just when you're looking at that, if that was an episode of fucking CSI or something like that, your Bill Gates is the bad guy. Do you know, he'd be like, uh, uh, or law, an episode of Law and Order. The the opening scene would be Bill Gates like coming coming out of somebody's bedroom and like closing the door real quiet and walking down the hall, and then somebody saying like, uh, uh, "Billy," and then Billy would open the door and he'd poke out like, "Yes, Dad, you okay?" Yeah, I'm good. And he closes the door, and then like the guilty face of Bill Gates, and he'd be like, "Gung gung, dun, 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 dun. like you know, like he, it's it's it, you know, he's the bad guy." And for the whole episode, it's just the lads trying to figure out what he did and how he did it. Like Event Two Hundred One was super well timed to cover over a global pedophile elite being well, exposed. And don't forget the. Uh the Netflix docu-series called, yeah. I think it was called Surviving a Pandemic, like literally the same time this shit's going on. Yeah. No, just a coincidence, guys. Nothing to fucking see. Absolutely. And you would imagine then, like I'm trying to get away from the narrative of widespread, top-down, elite, uh, uh, deep state voter fraud. Where There could be elements of that, like with the Dominion voting machines. Um, That's where I would say it was, yeah. it's coordinated more than just individuals. If you've got servers that are <laughs> doing this. Yeah, but that's what was the what was the uh, what was the voting machines? I, I know it's not dying cords. Uh, Dominion. Anyway, there was voting machines in like two thousand where they were just doing the same thing. They were just programmed to kind of switch yeah. every other vote to. I remember I watching the name of the company. I remember so, watching those videos of the people in Atlanta. There was there was folks going into the thing and they were pressing for Al Gore and they pressed the Al Gore on the screen and the George Bush would light up. And it was even like parodied in like comedy TV shows later on where they were like, I'm pressing the wrong thing. And it was, you know, but this time uh, it's been explained because that shit has been investigated. And when we talk Sidney Powell releasing the Kraken, um, she has that information. There are numbers and figures and stuff from like uh, computer forensics. People are going into these programs and seeing where the logs go. Like there's, there's, uh, uh, they're basically Windows 10 machines that are getting updates at nighttime. So somebody came in, updated the fucking operating system. The administration, apparently uh, the administrator capabilities or the administrator access was so easily hacked. Was so like you could give administrator access to like a uh, voting central voting machine central voting terminal any cunt could get it it's not like just only government people could get it it's like yeah yeah the password is password one two three and they're like okay yeah yeah just type it into the terminal and then just swap a load of votes around there was also there was a there, there was a there was a middle school boy um who showed he made a video this was long before the election uh made a video of his ability to hack into one of these machines and he's a middle schooler yeah, yeah, it's not hard. Uh, there was a theft. Hold on now. Uh, so apparently, obviously, uh, we're hearing conservativedailypost.com, a super, super fucking uh, legitimate website. Georgette is writing this. But um, yeah, apparently in, in uh, Pennsylvania, there was uh, a bunch of the, the thumb drives, the blank thumb drives and uh, one computer terminal that would operate these voting machines stolen like three months ago, like two months before the election, there was stolen. So these, uh, these memory sticks, what, what would the way, the way it would work, um, they'd put all the votes into the machine, they would tabulate. And then all of the, 
uh, like the log information would be downloaded onto like a little memory key and you'd be able to take the memory key and then you put that and you send that off to like the central tabulation location. They put it in and put it into like a master database. But what was happening was people were taking out those keys and there's like two or three or four thousand votes on that key and it's all the registrations of the names and addresses and all the numbers, like all the info from when you put the card in. And they were just going, oh, I lost that. Sorry, yeah, lost that. Don't know where that is. <laughs> or they had a bunch that were already preloaded with a load of other information and they were just like swapping them over. But because they were the same type and they were uh, like coded to be able to be accepted by the machine, like it's a pretty rudimentary security system. They've like, you have more, you have more security trying to log into your Pornhub account than trying to log into these computers, to be honest. You know, um, easy wait a minute, to, wait a minute, I, I think wait a minute. Wait a minute, you actually have a Pornhub account? That's how you get the best stuff, Pat. <laughs> how else how else are you supposed to leave comments and let the let the let the boys and girls know what you thought of their video? Like you, you guys love getting YouTube comments and I'm like, mm, nice, well done. You both look tired. <laughs> this kind of stuff. You still um, got a little on your eyebrows, sweetheart. You still got yeah, a little yeah, yeah. cleanup to do. <laughs> nice makeup. Good job. Right. That's what they want to do. Yeah, I think it could have been, it sounds like, at least from what Powell's saying, I mean, it could have been such a massive, so many different myriad of ways that they did these frauds, from, like you said, rudimentary shit to top-shelf tech shit. I mean, I don't think it necessarily has to be mutually exclusive, but I'll be anxious to see, because they keep saying we've got so many fucking cases, we can't even keep up with it. Yeah. So I'm, I'll be anxious to see how it plays out in the courts. And like, going back to the kind of media, they keep saying, you know, this court threw this out, this, you know, Trump still has an uphill battle. They threw out this, they closed down this. And I don't know if any of that's necessarily true because you know the media is just completely i never liked him but now it's just weaponized media on steroids yeah. against the guy yeah the media is has a lot to answer for man in this in this situation like they are flatly 100 percent out to go look at donald give up give up uh you lost um if they do the recounts i think from everything i've read he hasn't got like a legitimate chance of winning on on actual votes right in a lot of places but in other places, votes were added on for Biden that are like ghost votes and been taken away from Donald. With the Dominion um, software, votes were swapped over. They were supposed to be for Trump. They were swapped into Biden's name. So like if Biden lost 5,000 votes, that means Trump also gained 5,000 votes, which is a 10,000 vote gap. If he did that in 20 counties, like he's winning Arizona hands down he's winning Georgia hands down so like there's not that much of a gap the fact that and in the middle of the night there was stuff done um people are uh, coming forward as whistleblowers there's affidavits being signed saying like I saw impropriety the thing I think that's being confused is the news are grabbing onto the word fraud and saying nobody committed fraud uh on a, on a grand scale but what could have happened and what probably is what has happened. Individuals took it upon themselves for individual action to go like, I'm going to stage a little revolution here. Like one out of every five Donald Trump votes, I'm going to like miscount it. And it goes like in the bin or in the, in the oh no, that wasn't filled in properly pile. And if they did that over 30,000 votes and like 10 people did that, 
that it accumulates quite fast, you know. So it's a load yeah. of little people, like death by a thousand cuts, a load of little people taking those individual actions. So it it, it kind of seems like a quiet. I can definitely see that. I mean, anything's fucking possible. It's twenty twenty. I just went to bed. You know, election night, dude. Joe Biden was down what eight hundred thousand in yeah. Pennsylvania, yeah. and then closed that gap so quick. I'm like, I don't give a. F-. And like ninety six, ninety seven had already, you know, voted or had been called in or yeah. whatever the fuck they call it. And then you close the gap with eight hundred thousand and hardly anything for. I mean, that's just on its face. Like, can we can we check that out a little closer, please, ladies and gentlemen? But one thing that I can't understand, and this is like, I think unconstitutional. As a, you know, I, I'm not a constitutionalist as such, but this is definitely like not the way it's done. All the news media, everybody's calling Joe Biden president elect. He's out like trying to meet with foreign. Uh, agents, far, oh, far, far, yeah. violating, violating of, the Logan Act, right? Far, uh, heads of foreign far states, right? He's representing himself as president elect, like I've won, right? He's declaring himself. It's like, come on, man! Like he, I, I'm the president. He says, right? No, no, nothing has been, nothing has been confirmed. Nothing has been certified in any of these states, right? Um, he is officially not president elect. He's making announcements from the office of president-elect joe biden which is not a real office like <laughs> these, even exist. this thing it's, it's right. actually it, it's fictional it's a psyop like and people are like yeah okay they did they did some kind of um they did some kind of survey you know and only three percent of people who were surveyed obviously it was a cnn survey uh thought that donald trump was still the president today 70 something 78 percent thought that joe biden was the president on like the 9th of november it's like yeah. Well, and that's that's the power of the media here, man. Perception becomes reality. How insane, however insane it is, we've been seeing it forever. How they invert reality, but now combined with Trump derangement syndrome, mixed yeah. with the media just pounding this narrative, people are like, "What are you talking about?" Of course he can. You know, yeah, of course he got a chief of staff, even though nothing's official. Yeah, and even you know, fuck, look what they did to Flynn <laughs> or whoever for talking to people once Trump actually really won last time. Biden hasn't even won yet, and he's talking to foreign governments about this and this. That is on its face violation of the of the Logan Act. We'll yeah. see if anything comes of that, but. Again, they've, they've created this reality just based off this false perception and false narrative that he won already. I mean, he fucking might have, but like you said, nothing's official. Nothing's official. And the fact that they're already hiring people on. Now, I do understand if he does, if he has won, right, that he wants to be able to get the ball rolling, the handover team, you're in the middle of a pandemic, shit needs to be done, people need to be hired. Uh, if you leave it too long, there's not enough time to get everybody, like, settled in, quitting their old jobs, getting into their new jobs before the 20th of January. Um, you know... I, I get it, but also, why are you starting to make deals and starting to make negotiations and meetings with foreign heads of state if you're not the president yet? And not only that, they're like, they're not even calling Donald Trump President Trump or pre- President Donald Trump. Or it's just like Mr. Trump or Trump. They're not showing them like the office of president still, even if it is Donald Trump and you hate his fucking guts. He still is the president, you know. There's this. Well, and you even have foreign leaders calling him. I think it was Netanyahu called him. It was like, "Congratulations!" Like, what the fuck, bro? Pump the brakes, man. Yeah, it's it's very weird that everyone is leaning towards this being a sure thing. It smacks of like the day before 2016's election. Smacks of like everyone had it down for Hillary. So, from what I've seen and read and and watched, uh, the fraud thing is maybe a misnomer. Maybe they shouldn't be calling it fraud because it was a bunch of individual actions. It wasn't like a top-down, you know, they're never going to fight, overturn the election results or the ballots. They're not going to make more ballots. But what they can do is discount a bunch of them because they weren't observed properly. 
like if you were a if you were a vote counter and you were told if you volunteered to go and be like a a poll watcher and you were told like 100 feet 50 feet get the fuck out of here like would you not be like straight away tattletail and like these motherfuckers won't let me watch these motherfuckers won't let me i'd be out with signs (laughs) and shit just being like no this is not right what would you guys what do you guys think of that like how, how can you get away with that? I'd be, yeah, I'd be, I, I would be doing a Facebook live instantly mm. and narking them all off. Some of them did. Some of them did. Yeah. Yeah. There was and video then, of a guy, then, I think it was it, Georgia, crumpling up a ballot, throwing it in the garbage in front of the people who were trying to look and flipping them off. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? That's illegal. That's a federal yeah, election see, crime. That's a federal crime. Yeah. See, at that, at that point, you know, yeah, he's going to start chewing on knuckles at that point. <laughs> well, and like it's, you said, you Matt, got no so ch- many, there, there was, they were so not good at this, and the, every, the evidence is so blatant. And a lot of these, even if it is individual cases, when the feds or whoever come in and start asking these guys, instead of wanting to take a federal rap, they're going to be like, um, I was, if, if they did it individually, maybe they'll have nothing to sing about. But some of these motherfuckers would be like, yeah, that person told me to do it. That person told me to do it. I was paid by, you know, the, I, mean, I would think the truth would come out if this was legitimately investigated. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like death by a thousand cuts. I don't know if it was organized, but you can see how, you know, stuff like Black Lives Matter protests slash riots uh, escalate quite quickly. There are certain, you know, you watch the guys like... Um, uh, Elijah Schaefer, who's, uh, who's, you know, feet on the street in these places, Andy No, uh, in Portland, uh, following lads around with cameras and shit. And you can see it's like a dozen people through the course of a day. You can recognize them from what they wear and their different accoutrements, hats and scarves and shit. And they're just attacking different groups of people. There was a guy the other day got stomped on uh, in Portland. And um, you can see the people that are doing it. You can follow them as they go through the day. And then they get arrested that night because they're identified through, through camera footage. They, they That doesn't disappear. They go and do time or they get sent home or they're on probation or whatever. And the new doesn't come in. And then they do a whole bunch of other shit in another city. Like you saw it in Kenosha. You saw it in Portland. You saw it in Chicago. Um, or if they, they get arrested in some of these blue states, the prosecutors let them out. They just let them the fuck out. I mean, they have this yeah. huge, huge millions and millions of dollars of this bailout fund that has come from from a little bit of everywhere, you know, George Soros, among other places. And it's being enabled to the point now they've had a whole summer of tricking off where they were able to set up something like a Chaz or a chop. Mm. If I were to take over the fucking quick chip right now, a quick trip or the 7-Eleven or whatever convenience store, I'd be done. Cancel fucking Christmas. But these guys are able to set up shop next to a police precinct, lock down blocks, rape people, shoot people. And it's able to go for weeks and weeks because these fucking ineffectual governors and mayors that have allowed it to happen. So here we are now, however many months and months into it, they know they can trick off. They know they're going to get fucking released. And it, it's absolutely frustrating. And when you saw, and again, I'm not a Trump guy. When you saw that rally, the million Trump marks, that was many, many people there for a long fucking time. Didn't damage or burn a yeah. single thing. As soon as the sun went down, it was on and popping. Yeah. And that's cr- just a precursor of what's coming, man. That's it, just it the beginning. Crazy. We're back to the days. Well, of- here's the thing. Yeah. It's it's important. Sorry to interrupt. It's very important to remember that Donald Trump fired Esper, his defense secretary. We have to remember that because Esper did not want boots on the ground the last time around. So by firing him, I think it's a very clear signal that it's not going to be just National Guard, man. The Marines are going to be on the ground and people are going to get shot. These people, these Antifa and BLM have no idea that that they are going to end up dead. They are going to end up dead. And if it's not the U S Marines doing it, 
it's going to be their own side after this is all over with, and they're going to they're going to do them, you know, get rid of them just like they would us. What what element, Pat, do you think in this whole thing? Because I re- I really am trying to stay away from a fraud narrative, not for any for any you know sense self censorship purposes or any of that Chomsky and you know the f- five five filters of p- propaganda or whatever. I'm not I'm not trying to avoid flack. I'm like fuck it. These motherfuckers did some shit. What what element of this election fraud or this election manipulation is a pullback reveal? Is uh, let's let the votes go in. Let everyone think that Biden has won. Bask in the elation of a, 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 a you know a democratic victory. Uncle, Uncle Joe and and revisited dreams of an Obama as America, as well as a vice president woman of color from two uh, uh, of the the most disenfranchised and maybe I, I don't know what you would say like disenfranchised um, ethnic backgrounds in the whole of America, she is now vice president, possibly in a a stroke and a half's time, uh, the, the full president. Do you know, as soon as Joe takes his, takes his morning tablets on the 21st of January, he'd be like, <laughs> she's the way she laughs. Now. <laughs> Here you go, Joe. <laughs> Here's your morning party. <laughs> and some fucking, do you know, uh, uh, what's, it, what, what's your man's name? Uh, Norman Bates, fucking porridge, you know. Here you go, mother. <laughs> Here's your porridge. <laughs> and then Joe strokes out. And then she's like 22nd of January being like, dun, 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 running up the steps, being all rocky, right? Like, yeah. what element of that success do you think has been manufactured to have a pullback reveal on the general population of America? Namely, Joe Biden has won. Kamala Harris is now the vice president. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, she's not. Donald Trump is still the president because he won. And fight. Right. No, I, you know, I don't doubt that for a minute. But what, where I think that Trump may be the white hat, you know, because I've questioned that and Jeff has questioned that from the beginning. But for a long time, I was defending Trump saying, man, I just, I think he's a white hat. And then Jeff's like, yeah, no. No, I don't think he is. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but I, I think that the one thing that gives me hope is the fact he fired Esper and that he is going to put military on the ground and he is going to shut this shut this shit down <clears throat> and stomp the hell out of this uh, uprising that's coming um, because he knows he knows damn good and well that he's, he's going to be announced the winner, that this is going to get overturned, whether it goes to Congress and Congress votes on it, he's going to be the president for another four years well this is the thing yeah. he wants to stop the shit show the votes he won't win on votes he won't win on electoral college they won't have the time to be able to overturn georgia overturn philadelphia overturn uh, uh nevada and arizona and michigan and wisconsin which are all the ones in question at the moment now there's enough legitimate objections in all of those states to be able to say okay somebody was at some shit over here but <laughs> it, it won't be able to be enough 
to overturn the actual votes, you know, in the tens of thousands. Not the actual votes, but that would Sydney Sydney Powell was talking about. She's like, we're going to overturn big chunks, not individual yes. elections or ballots. She was talking about big chunks, which it is quite possible. And I think, you know, Gordon, to what she said, I think that's exact. I think a lot of this is a huge fucking psyop. I could be completely wrong. Like you said, I, I they were already losing their mind. They had Trump, Trump derangement syndrome, and now they're basking in the supposed win. You know, from from Biden already getting in his cabinet, people in Harlem, I saw dancing in the street, drinking yeah. champagne. They're feeling themselves. And when that is snatched away, whether it's be, even your regular normie liberals are going to lose their shit, let exactly. alone the weaponized BLM and Antifa. And that's I, I think what Pat is saying, that's exactly what the fuck they want. They've let it go for so long. Where people like Pat and I, or even I mean, here in America, like somebody fucking do something. If it has to be the military, that's it sucks. I don't want that, but I think that's what they want. They've let it go for so long. Problem, reaction, solution, and bringing in the order to the chaos that they started. This is all a part of the civil unrest, civil war that we're going to see. And on the ashes from that, they're going to buy up these properties that they're gentrified, pennies on the dollar, rebuild them into smart cities or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then start this whole fourth industrial revolution. It's the Chinese in San Francisco all over again. Make them fight amongst themselves. And then when they get disenfranchised and they can't keep their property, fuck them all out and make San Francisco the most expensive real estate in the world, second to Dubai. Like, I think, imagine, right, if Trump does go through with the whole thing, the, the, the lawsuits come and it goes to the Supreme Court. And they say that the in Pennsylvania and Georgia and Arizona and whoever else are illegitimate. And then it goes to the the congressional vote. So there's more Republicans than there is Democrats. So it basically goes to like, it, it goes above the electoral college and yet just allow the people to vote, uh, the representatives to vote instead of the, the people who put in the, the ballots themselves. There's already a surplus of Republicans in that cohort. And if it goes to that level... This is the way this goes down. 100% Trump is going to get that vote, which seeds the narrative right conspiracy farm concedes seeds the narrative waters it with dissent and then what grows from it then is like a kind of a a, a civil insurrection so like if you have biden now declaring himself walking around uh, you know president-elect and he snatched that away with a seemingly like difficult to understand process because if you like it, yes. how easy would it be for the news to spin that shit and say like trump used legal finagling and you know uh, uh, they're it, already doing it they're already saying he's, he's creating a coup yeah illicit they're means already to be that. able to overturn yeah. a legitimate election and your vote didn't count and blah 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 and all this stuff because they're not telling anything about like the the incidence of of malfeasance within that system so they're going uh trump is after stealing the election and then there's a fucking insurrection and then Trump has to be like, okay, crack that whip. And he sends out military out to the streets and you have like Kent State University in the 1960s when all that, you know, they were putting the flowers in the guns <laughs> and then it turned into <laughs> some shit and people, like fucking a few dozen people got shot. Like the minute like a Trump presidency sends out military into the streets and a civilian gets shot for violently protesting, it'll be all over the world that Trump has set a violent coup to be able to get the presidency like the story writes itself it's like that guy in, in the yeah. fucking playground and he's pushing you and he's pushing you and he's calling your names and he's poking you, he's flicking your dick and flicking your balls come on what are you gonna do what are you gonna do what are you gonna do and then the fucking guy lays him out and then everybody goes he did it sir it was him sir he punched him it's nothing about the cunt that was poking him for ages yeah 
So this is four years of poker. Yeah. And this is Russiagate. This is fucking the Steel dossier. This is Bruce Orr and 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 Peter Strzok. This is Hillary. This is fucking the FBI. James Comey. This is like bang bang poking 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 flicking his dick and flicking his balls. And then finally, the election is won through elite through legal means. And then it's a fucking civil war. Like, do you think a civil war is actually on the cards or is that conspiracy shenanigans? It, it, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, Fredericksburg, you know, Gray versus, I, mean, I don't Pitch think we won't see this lineup. Yeah, I mean, we might, it'll be more regionalized. I mean, Antifa's, they, they might have some guns, but they're going to engage in more guerrilla warfare because there's no way they can tactically or militarily stand up to, you know, a lot of trained veterans. Um, it, it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> it'll, it'll just be different areas, man. It'll be different yeah. areas in the world or in the region of the country. It'll technically be called a civil war because, you know, that's basically what it'll be, but it won't look like what we're used to seeing, you know, from the history books, in my opinion. Do you think, well, was- the, I think, I think that the media, I think that the media gets taken over as well. I think a lot of people from the media are going to go down. Um, when, the, when Trump, when Trump pulls the trigger on this, he's, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to need to do that. And so the media, I tell you what, um, if I'm, if I'm mainstream media, um, and Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey, oh, Jack and all these other people, I'm sweating bullets right now. Yeah. I'm sweating bullets. Cause I know they're coming for me. Go ahead. Well, something I don't know if you sent it to me, Pat, or I get sent shit all the time, but 2018 Trump signed an executive order basically saying if any foreign or domestic entity or individual participates in election fraud, you can, I mean, it's obvious, but I don't know, whatever, if you might have pre nog pre nog prognic, whatever the word, told the future on this. Prognosticated. Thank you so much. He, I mean, oh. they can, you could be prosecuted and have your assets frozen. So, I mean, that's just been, been such a huge, huge frustrating thing for me watching, you know, it's been going on for years, like I said, but the media is just so showing its ass right now yeah. to the point where now Fox news, even the Fox news people who like Fox news have turned on Fox news because they showed their ass so bad calling, uh, calling Arizona that night. Yeah, like, so, I mean, there are at least there's these, and again, that's, that's from the white house gov. That's not Q shit. That's real shit. Real he signed shit. that executive order that said that. I, I I'm I'm like I'm, I'm amazed that the what is a section two thirty, they had they had uh, they had Jack and Mark, I like to call them Jack and Mark, they had the two boys up on like Zoom calls in front of congressional hearings again like this week, going like, come here, remember eighty months ago when you were a robot drinking water and everyone made memes about you, and Jack Dorsey showed up to the fucking uh, congressional oversight committee looking like a dirty wizard, like. You guys lied. Like we've got to put you in jail now. This is like this is not right. What you did is not right. So the uh, the news media as well, mainstream news. Like how can anybody trust that shit ever again? As soon as the actual truth comes out and they have to report on it, which they won't, but some people will, and it'll end up getting out to everybody. And finally, they'll find out. Like oh my god, CNN is like propaganda. There's enough people in America who are believing in the Trump regime and what that stands for, not just Donald himself, because he's, you know, an asshole for, at the best of times. He's egomaniacal. He's self-involved and self-obsessed. He's, you know, um, he's That's always what he's supposed out. to be, though. He's, yeah. like, he's like a professional wrestling heel. Exactly. That's his nobody, job. Nobody expected any different. He's a fucking reality TV right. star, right? Nobody expected <laughs> any different. But what he stands for, like the, the pushback against traditional... Uh, political norms that we just all go like oh well uh, that's the government we don't know how it works and we just have to trust the people who do know how it works and we'll just like you know open our open our butt cheeks and let them poke whatever they want into us 
because uh, like pff, budget uh, uh, taxes going up taxes going down we don't really have a say on all that like people feel disenfranchised feel powerless and with corona being bet down you're at home for nine months a lot of people are out of work there's no money they're just going like please just like just like please don't give me any more shit just just let everything just be okay now. Like, please don't. I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble, Mister. Please don't. Please don't well, make that, me have any trouble now. Again, man. I just want to get home to my <laughs> wife and kids. Okay, please, please, Mister. It's like that's. It's like Shane. Like it's like that's fucking, exactly where we're at now. They're yeah. doing round two across the country, especially in Iowa. We just had our fights canceled, and so many people relied on that. And that's just a, a, a small slice of all the millions and millions of jobs that people were already just trying to recover from taking out loans that they probably couldn't afford just yeah. to keep their business afloat, even though the volume of their business wasn't even close to what it was. And now, once again, they're just putting us into a situation where they're not allowing us to make a living. And we, we've seen from the suicide stats and all this other crap, what's gone on from round one of this lockdown domestic violence. I don't know if I said this already. I know we said it on another show we were on earlier, but it's just through the roof what round one has been. Now they're going to yeah. do it again, well, promising this fucking vaccine that's 95% effective against a virus that's 99% effective. But just, before, just before I came on, I saw a bunch of pictures of like stores in multiple states that have all just been wiped out. People going in like emergency shopping again, like panic shopping. Because there's been oh, a, yeah. another lockdown yeah. announced in loads of different places, like full lockdown, like original March, original flavor coronavirus, um, and and it could go on for a year. They're talking about it being on for a lockdown for a year. In the UK, they're already on the top tier lockdown. Nobody's allowed to go anywhere. You're not allowed to have like funerals more than six or seven people. In Ireland, we're in level five. I can't record any more shows here in the studio. I can't have people in here. You're not allowed to have anyone in your house at all. Uh, Spain is six months, isn't it? Dude, like we're locked the fuck up. And now I'm not saying anything about coronavirus or anything about the efficacy of it as a, or, or the reality of it as a real thing. People get it, people are dying. It's not that. There's measures being taken that don't make sense to me and they don't make sense to a lot of people, but we all have to coalesce, right? In America, if that shit goes down and Biden does prevail and become the president, there will be a vaccine and it will be like, take this or you can't go no place. And people yeah. are predicting that stuff and it has <laughs> happened in places before. It's like you can see we can see the writing on the wall because we're dealing in it every day. Like, what do you think is going to happen yeah. if if it is proper lockdown and the vaccine comes out and we all have to take it, or else like our bank accounts get frozen and we're not allowed? That's to pretty much it. That's I mean, it's not going to be a mandatory military on the streets. Line up, come here. You're going to fucking the gulag or something. That's maybe down the road. It'll be like you said. You won't be able to operate in society. You won't be able to ride the bus. You won't be able to rent a car. You can't go to the mall. Can't go to the movie theater. Can't go to the basketball game. Kids can't go to school. So it becomes mandatory by default because they'll make it so you can't even fucking operate in society. Which is just well, you know, and I, what did they, I see somewhere in New York or DC? Maybe they were saying you they can give your kids this if they're over twelve or thirteen. They don't have to consult you in order to give them this vaccine. Yeah, they pull them out. Of school I mean, it's just, just fucking school. Dude, listen to this. Here's the thing. So my my daughter, my junior in high school, sixteen years old, was on the phone um, with her friend. Her friend had called her and left her phone on. So that we could hear the conversation between the doctor, this girl, and her parents. Now, her parents were pushing her to get the vaccine, uh, a vaccine. She didn't want it, right? It was a flu vaccine. And she was demanding that she not get it. She was fighting for herself. And the doctor 
flat out lied to her and said that it is law. You have to have it or you cannot go to school and you cannot participate in sports. He flat out lied to her and she finally ended up getting it. But this is the kind of stuff that doctor should be completely uh, done with medicine for doing that to that child. Yeah. 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 It's, it's I mean, a, these people, it's gone from a hypocritical to evil. a hypocritical oath at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. Yes. It, it's so that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of evil we're dealing with a, a doctor. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just, maybe he thinks that's actually true because you know, I've had to say to people, no, it's not a law. It's absolutely not a law. You, you cannot force me to get a vaccine. You can't do it. But in most of the countries that these kind of restrictions are set in, it is unconstitutional. But people are kind of coalescing, you know, um, that Yuri Bezmanov. Do, do, do you ever play yeah. uh, Call of Duty? You know, the, the, yeah. that, yeah. that, oh, that yeah. interview blew up. The new one, the Black Ops Cold War. So that, that, that interview yeah. blew up in popularity. And man's like, it's in five stages. First, demoralization. It takes 20 years and we will, you know, fuck your children's minds until they hate your country. And then we will yes. come with, you know, borscht and uh, other nice uh, meaty soups. And then the uh, next step, communism. Like, or whatever. That was a paraphrasing. But basically, he's yeah, saying, like, they, we have to make you hate yourselves for about 20 or 30 years, and then we'll come in and offer the alternatives. So, like, China yeah, yeah. China is absolutely demoralized. The people are absolutely demoralized and for five generations have been uh, totally compliant, you know, wearing all the same kind of clothes to work and doing all you know, mouse suits and this, this, like, homogenous culture. Um so that when they in- implement something like Sesame Points, which is like the social credit scoring system, yes. that you're like, okay, if you behave badly, you get points taken off you, like a Black Mirror episode. Uh, also, if you hang around with other people who behave badly uh, and you fraternize with them, you lose points. So it's motivating good people to not hang around with, quote unquote, bad that's people. That's the motto. As we move into this technocracy, that's yeah. the motto. And the mask, we're just the beta test for it. Like, yeah. you can't come in the store without the mask. Then it'll be the vaccines. Then it'll be all this other shit. But that's, I mean, that's exactly where we're going. It's, I mean, I think we are going to get rid of the dollar eventually. It's going to be a digital wallet. And just as they can put shit in, they can take shit out. Just like in China, like you said, the social credit score. Yeah. Make they money. You, you know, in China, the guy, the guy was jaywalking and he got a text as he jaywalked. Hey, you just lost whatever, 20 credits. You can't get on the bus. Can't get on a plane. Yeah. And this is all facial recognition, all this fucking, you know, internet of things business we're rolling into. So the, the uh, what do you call it? Transhumanism and all this, this, this transhumanist yes. agenda, right? So like, um. As conspiracy people, I mean, I know you guys are in it years and years and years, but you're only officially in it for like what, two two and a half years, maybe for Conspiracy Farm, three. Uh, we started pretty much the summer March of 2016 of the election. All right, four. So, I mean, in four years, how far advanced has all of this stuff come? Like, I'm I'm into it like more than twenty years, and back in the day, it was just like, oh yeah, it was something that you fucking smoke a joint and talk to talk about. <laughs> Imagine if like the government knew about aliens <sighs> in April of this Some year. The CIA, shit. That's yeah, what coast I, to coast AM, yeah. like bullshit, right? Old shite talk, smoking joints. Now the fucking yeah. CIA and and the the uh, Air Force have come out and said, yeah, there's a hundred percent definitely UFOs, hundred percent not from this like mm-hmm. any human technology, and they're flying around the sky, hundred percent guaranteed. And we're like, hang on a second, did they just say that 
Did they just say that UFOs were real? <laughs> like that was confirmed yeah. in April 2020, like 100% confirmed real thing. And like nobody gave a fuck about it. It was bizarre because there's so much this other was, stuff going on. Yeah, this is where this is where I it popped into my head one day. And so you have that, the confirmation that UFOs exist, all of this, you know, numerous stuff from the government. And then you've got Trump sitting in his office with a, a general of, of uh, Space Force standing next to him, the, the head dude. And Trump says to the cameras, you know, we have missiles now. I call them super duper missiles that are 17 times faster than any missile we've ever created before. And I went, okay, couple super duper missiles with um, reverse engineered UFOs flying around over Paris and <laughs> New York and LA and launch super duper missiles into skyscrapers and detonate a bunch of uh, massive buildings and destroy some cities and announce that there is a, um, an alien invasion yeah. and the world, there's your new world order. But, it brings everybody together. But this, the thing, Pat, that's on the books. There's already like, yeah. there's already a screenplay in effect that's a go like government documents sure. that say this is absolutely the plan. And we saw with Operation Northwoods yeah. where it's like the guys in the sixties are like, Man, how are we gonna get uh, control over the whole of the United States? I see, Johnny. Here's a plan. And they come up with this thing and they say, like, fly a plane into a, a building in New York. Now the Twin Towers hadn't been built yet, it's a seventy three, I think they were built. But it was like f- f- you know, flying into the Empire State Building. And that turned into the... Blame it on Cuba or something like that. And yeah. it was exactly to, to facilitate. <clears throat> and it said in, in words, we need to yeah. win the hearts and minds of the American people so that they will agree and coalesce and follow us into war against this certain power, right? And then they just they were like, yeah. ah, it's not going to work in the 60s, John. Put it on the back yeah. burner for about 30 years. We'll try it again. <laughs> And that's it. They've been writing about it. These eugenicists, these technocrats have been writing about it for freaking forever. Going it's, back to, you know, your early eugenicists, Rockefellers, Maurice Strong, climate change. All of this is a part of the same thing to demonize humanity and create this, this again, the fourth industrial revolution that Klaus uh, Schwab talked about, but, but among but, others. But Klaus Schwab was almost talking in, in fictional terms. He was talking in like Huxleyan, uh, Orwellian, like dystopia, like this is the worst thing that could ever happen. But if you don't like take a step back, it might happen. Now we're looking at those texts and going like, this was supposed to be like a what if, not a, a, yeah. a, a well, blueprint some of the recent videos, for the future. He was saying, he was saying Corona is going to give us this opportunity to blend biology, digital shit. Yes. It, it's all a transhumanist agenda. So I yes. mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But sure, we're all after, well, in Jeopard- we're to, all after putting the new, the new iOS on the phones and all, and it has all the tracking, oh, like yeah. Google, the Android and I, uh, uh, iPhones all have tracking stuff in them. They're all built in yeah. as if they weren't fucking listening to yeah. us already. We knew it from 2011 from Snow. I mean, Microsoft, like, I mean, all the back doors from all, all these software, dude, they've been on it forever. It's, it's all happening, like all of that stuff. And we think, and we, we hope and we, and we're like, okay, look, and I'm busy in work and I'm busy in work. But now for the last five or six months, people haven't been busy in work. They're starting reading. They're starting looking at shit. Oh yeah. People are sending yep. stuff around. Like there's a lot of people waking up there's a lot of people shining onto this stuff because it's just too right, right. mental to not well and we had on uh, uh uh g edward griffin who interviewed yuri yes. bezmanoff in the 80s yeah and it was so kind of conjecture oh you know g edward griffin's a uh whatever they you know would say he was i mean that stuff was so prescient when we had him on i'm like thanks for taking a break from your victory lap sir to join us on the show because he could easily just been like high-fiving himself i told you motherfuckers yeah. and, but it just again it's only through oftentimes historical perspective, like Yuri Bezmenov said in the, the demoralization. It takes 10, 15 years. We, 
we're like you said, we're so busy working on all this stuff. We're kind of ADD with our priorities. Yeah. These guys, it's a chess game. These guys do this shit generational, generationally, dec- decades in advance. But, you know, man. when you hit that with people, it's like you've been watching too many X or whatever it is. You've been watching Alex Jones or whatever too much. Like I'm, no, it's right there in front of you. You just choose not to see it. Confirmation bias, normalcy well, what, bias, whatever it is. Jeff, Jeff, what you said earlier, though, I, I, I can't let this go. This is very important for anybody that hears this to uh, I'll rewind. Jeff, when you said this, this has to resonate with people with any kind of common sense that a vaccine that is 95% effective when our immune systems are 99.97% effective. Why are you getting a vaccine when your immune system is stronger than the supposed percentage of the vaccine's ability to fight this thing? So the argument for that, Pat, will be you got to just trust the scientists. Just trust the science. They're scientists. They know what they're doing. Uh, and if it, something goes fucked up here in the United States, you can't sue them. So, yeah, trust them. Why not? Yeah, but it has been shown, like, uh, you know, I'm not anti-vaccination as such. There are certain vaccinations that, you know, maybe have dodgy ingredients and they're not they're not what they used to be. It's like new cans of Coke. You're drinking, it doesn't taste the same as it used to, like, 10 or 15 years ago or when you were a kid. But it's still Coca-Cola. Like, it does the job, right? Um, a little less cocaine in it now. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if there was still cocaine in Coca-Cola. Holy shit. But... Um, I, I think that uh, the vaccine for coronavirus is not so much like a, a cure or a preventative measure for getting the actual virus, and I don't think it's medically faced. The, 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 the science of it may be correct. I'm not doubting the efficacy of the science, because I can't, because I, I don't know anything about how effective the human immune system is or how effective these new Pfizer uh, uh, vaccines are. And we can't know. The three of us sitting here, do you know what I mean? We're not fucking doctors. We're not even close to being at to do with medical. But and when I hear the whole origins of, of vaccines so, work, it takes years. They did this shit in less than a year. I just so can't trust what, that. This is what I'm saying. Us as normal dudes, totally non, and I have to be clear with this, we are totally non-medically trained. We may be able to read stuff and synthesize information from the internet, but really the three of us here know zero pretty much about about medicine. Now, Pat, maybe because you train and you know about like, you know, um, muscular structure and, and kind of how to eat right and how to move and all that, you might know a little bit more said than most because your your body is was your was your product for a long time, right? Yeah, I mean, I have an ability to diagnose injuries, obviously, and things yeah. like that. But so, you know, but we, but we have had we have had experts on, right, to, who discuss this stuff, and you know, in the in the Dell Big Tree debate with George Pardos, for yes, instance, yeah, George yeah. was pro vaccine, and now George, after doing their own research at the University of Missouri, now says, "Ooh, buddy, okay, this is getting spooky. This is getting real spooky." Um, and the ability of this, and they've admitted that it will alter your DNA. Yeah, it's a, it's an it's an RNA vaccine. But but what, the point I'm making is, even though yeah. most of the people listening and us here, and any probably anybody, unless they're like an MD or like in the program to, to develop the vaccine, we don't really know. We have to be honest about that. We don't really know. But sure, big capital letters B U T. We do know that the companies producing them have had a history of billions of dollars of lawsuits for damage around vaccines and, and 
uh, other medical injuries that were, you know, inadvertently met out upon their patients, right? We know that uh, the government, the American government and the, the powers that be have engaged in numerous, innumerable, uh, unethical and dangerous medical practices and experiments, including like Tuskegee and this kind of stuff, you know, sure. given syphilis. Yeah. We know that that entity historically has had innumerable amounts of uh, dodgy, duplicitous, uh, immoral, inhumane experimentation <laughs> medically on humans. We do know that the companies that are now distributing and fighting amongst each other over who's going to get the contract to deliver the vaccines, the people that are paying for that, the likes of the Bill Gates Foundation and the likes of uh, oh, the, the elitist pro-vaccinators, let's say, right? But the Bill Gates Foundation in particular, they're under a load of lawsuits in countries like India where they've like accidentally sterilized a bunch of people or accidentally give some mad disease to a bunch of people because they're promoting vaccines over there where people are... I mean, it's it's hard to say, but less informed, maybe less educated. They're they're more willing to be stuck with pins and needles. They don't. They're just doing it because, and they're of a developing nation. So, like, we don't know nothing about vaccines, but we know loads about the people that are making them and taking them. Yeah, we know loads right. about the people that are pushing them and rushing them. We know loads about the people yeah. that have committed crimes against humanity in the name of medicine, right. historically. Without a doubt. And then we're still letting our future be put into their hands and they're like, I end up, it's all the things we did before, but to forget about that stuff, now it's different. We're we're the battered <laughs> wife. We're the battered wife yes. running back into the arms of the abusive husband. We're the, we're, syndrome, we're the child that has been beaten to within an inch of your life and locked in the cupboard under the stairs that comes out and when, and, and when the parent is like, are you sorry? Yeah, I'm sorry. I love you, mommy. Like, because that's all we yeah. know. That's all right. we know how to do. Like we don't well, have again, to be medical experts. a powerful experts. motivator, especially a medical. I mean, terrorism was one thing we gave up a bunch of rights for as an yeah. invisible enemy. Now there's something that can actually harm us and our loved ones. I mean, if that's, you know, the social engineers, they know how effective fear is once they, you know, put that in our brains. And that's not to say COVID's not real, et cetera. But again, I mean, look at what we've done to basically the world for something that 99% of people survive. Not to get into well, the stats on other, other people who died from other shit, thing. but we didn't do it. This is the thing. We, we can't didn't do say, this for other we can't things. say about like how many people died or is it real or not or what, or, or the, you know, the process. We're not, med we're not medical dudes, but there are things that we are allowed to comment on, that we are allowed to doubt and go like, well, I don't know. I don't really trust that guy because this and this and this and this. Like that's well, even when the right. CDC well, comes out, and the CDC modifies their numbers from whatever it is, 200,000 to actual 9,000 who actually died from COVID and everyone else was comorbidity. You're right. I mean, yeah. most of us talk out of our ass, you know, Facebook epidemiologists, well, but in fact, yeah. they, they say it, they say it themselves sometimes what the nature of this stuff is, but again, fear is a powerful motivator. And you know, say, here's the, sorry. here's the point that I like to make. Here's the point that I like to make for people. Also, I've talked, I've talked about this before, you know, I can get a liberal, a Democrat in this country to understand and, and agree with me. I did it just the other day with a bunch of people who lean left. And I said, we can all agree that, that war is a, that war is a racket. 
I was right? just imagining the Panther was, oh, dancing to that, like, and I don't know why I came here tonight. Was a Democrat tied to a chair, and Pat's like, "Well, you gonna agree with me?" I'm feeling something well, right. though, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I go. We understand that war is about making money and stealing resources, right? Yeah, and yeah. they're like, "Yes." And I go, "So why the fuck would you think?" that developed nations would spend billions of dollars on, on weaponizing viruses and then not, not benefit financially from releasing them. Are you, are you that fucking naive yeah. to not even think about it? Right. Yeah, man. It's, it's, um, it's obvious to the people who are, who have been watching this for a really long time and seeing it grow. Do you know what I mean? You don't see someone in a while and you see me like, God damn, you put on a lot of weight, son. I haven't seen you in six months. Right. But he's like, did I? I was thinking my t-shirt's got a bit tight. All right. It's this thing of like, you, you can't, what is it called? The Jahari window. You know, you, you can see how, how you can see other people. You can see how other people see each other, but you can never actually understand how you look to somebody else. So like right. America, yeah, right. America right now is really just like trying to, trying to heal and trying to fix itself in a way. And then there's a few tumors around the place that are like really aggressively, attacking what it's supposed to be, what America's supposed to be. And the same in Britain and the same in Ireland, all these little places. It's everywhere, yeah. It's everywhere. But there's a whole kind of anti-nationalism, there's an anti-Americanism, there's a there's a revolution of the mind happening. And a lot of people are starting to see, like, this is a bit malignant, this behaviour. People rioting in the streets. When you see this, like you said, the, the MAGA march, and not a fucking blade of grass was broken. Not a blade of glass, right. a blade of grass was bent. And then, like BLM, sixty people from BLM could fuck up a whole neighborhood, smashing yeah. windows and yeah. fire the shit. Like it doesn't make any sense. Why, like, but they're peaceful protesters, though. Yeah, Gordon, and, and then the news is standing there going, "This mostly peaceful protest standing in front yes. of a burning yes. building." So it's like, I remember it's that was, the, a, and, and, and even more absurd. I'm sorry, the white supremacists. This started yeah. in Minneapolis. There's not a fucking shred of evidence of any of this. They say now the Proud Boys are, which I think I think a lot of those organizations are fed, whether it's Infac and whatever DJ yeah. Johnson or what. Anyway, I think some of some of that shit is just not even fucking real. But you know, the, the white supremacy thing last week, uh, DC, or maybe it was the day before the white supremacists were responsible for burning shit down, starting shit. Not a single fucking one in sight. You know, maybe they were mingled amongst Trump's support, whatever. It's they just invert the fucking narrative. Yeah. You know, or did Congressman Nadler be like, no, this is a myth. Nothing's burning down. Or Joe Biden in a debate saying this fucking Antifa is an idea. Yeah. We've been seeing this them burn shit down all summer, but they just tell us, you know, feed us, feed us sewer rat and tell us it's pumpkin pie. <laughs> yeah. Shit, you can't tell shit from Shinola. Is that what they say? It's um That's pretty much it. It's that's a real old school, you know. Yeah, I can't tell shit from Shinola. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or or Malarkey. This is a bunch of Malarkey. Yeah, man. I don't know what's gonna happen. I just know that what I have to do is keep my head on, keep reading stuff, and and do not, under any circumstances, coalesce to mainstream media. There's enough people making enough stuff. It's really time, like, uh, those conspiracy guys have that check your sources as our kind of, like, the main underpinning uh, uh, motto for the show, pretty much. So, like, when I'm saying stuff from not a reliable source, I have to say, I, I read this, but it's, I don't know if it's true or not, because, like, it comes yeah. from this, like, um, the OAN yeah. network. Like, yeah, 100%, like, reliable uh, uh, sources no, for, for pro-Trump material. Or even News, Newsmax now is apparently the new Newsmax one. Newsmax, Newsmax Parlor. Yeah. 
but, and but the thing is, blew up. I mean, a, a absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Like those guys, just, just because they're saying stuff that's pro-Trump doesn't mean that it's not true. Just the same as CNN saying stuff doesn't mean that it's true. Just because they're the news. So what I want to say is, uh, you guys have Conspiracy Farm. You have a bunch of other podcasts that you're going to start promoting. Uh, can you name out some of your favorite places to get your information? Some creators that maybe listeners to this podcast can go and find, go and start listening to. I would say James Corbett, Tim Pool. They're probably oh, uh, yeah. re- really high high rollers for me. Uh, would you guys have any places that you would go? And then we talk about your show and let people know where to find you. Yeah, I mean, the new platform we're on is Rockfin. Like I said, that's where our network's at. But I usually, you know, YouTube, even though it's fading, that's where I originally got, you know, you guys when you guys were around there yeah. or uh, Sam Tripoli or, you know, my boy Matt LaCroix. I'm, I really like discussing like ancient civilizations, um, a lot of that, you know, ancient, ancient history. Um, Jason Burmis does a great job. I think James Corbett is one of the most thorough and it's been doing it yeah. for so long. I mean, his work is so very well researched. So, I mean, a lot of different yeah. platforms, whether it's Spotify, but those are, and, and even then, man, I, I don't necessarily agree with everybody. And I was kind of having, we first started doing shows. That was kind of my thing. If I disagreed with them, I didn't really want to give them a platform, but I kind of had to, had to diss that mentality because, you know, even tonight we haven't necessarily agreed on everything, but we no. d- the, the civil exchange of ideas is what's absolutely essential. It can't be an echo chamber of just you and everything you believe in. People need to have their beliefs challenged, re- you know, respectfully. And hopefully that's where we start learning shit because, you know, I'm so, I'm so critic about my shit. All I know is I know nothing. I'm always trying to learn some shit. The mo- I mean, a lot of people yeah. have their, don't have their opinion. Their opinion has them. And that becomes very, very problematic. Yeah. And people are very intransigent. So these conversations are always necessary, my friend. I reserve the right to be wrong at all points. I'm saying some shit and I'm like, yes. I'm saying this thing now because it's to be said. I read it. It's a thing. It's out there. But it might be wrong. And yeah. in the person coming and telling me it's wrong and here's what's actually correct. There's, yes. a, there's some kind of a, a, a one of these internet things. It's like not Murphy's Law, but it's some kind of law that if you want to find out the correct answer to something you you put up the wrong answer and sound like you know that that's the truth and someone will come along mm. and correct you it's yeah, faster yeah, than yeah. actually asking a question like what, what's the, you <laughs> right. know that's uh, interesting. someone will come and correct you quicker than giving you the proper answer but like um, well, and i like i like talking to um you know i for instance i've got a good friend that i've had for several decades and i met him through when i was training military right and he, he is now, he's, he, I asked him how these two gentlemen met. I was having a conversation with them and basically they were running guerrilla teams against each other in South America to destabilize governments. Right. That's, that's, that's in their military days and, and then agency days. Well, now one of these gentlemen owns um, a company that basically owns 51% of cell phone traffic in say North Africa. Um, they, they track people. That's what they do. Um, they have surveillance systems set up along the U S Southern border, uh, between Haiti and the Dominican Republic, et cetera, et cetera, where, you know, he says to me, look, man, some of these people don't even have shoes, but they have cell phones. We know exactly who they are when they walk across the border. Mm. We know exactly who's here. We know where they're at. We know everything. And he's, he's partners with a couple former master chiefs of Intel in the United States, uh, with, with their, with their company. I trust what he tells me. I try to verify it, but I trust what he tells me. And I'm going to give him a call here pretty soon. I, sh- I didn't try and get a hold of him earlier today. I should have, but I, I think, you know, like he, he's the one that brought up, why do you think the Iranian general was killed in, in January? So because we are dealing with it because we are dealing with asymmetrical warfare yeah. 
he's he's the asshole that sent a bunch of his his soldiers uh, over to China to deliberately catch it and flew them all over the all over the the world uh, to to help spread it. The Hook they Rebels, him H-U-Q, for that. that's what Soleimani was the head of, which is basically like <laughs> C- the Iranian SEAL Team 6. I remember reading about that cunt, and everyone was like, oh, it's going to be World War Three now for Iran. It's like, no, he just killed, like, uh, Dick Cheney. <laughs> Did that, he, yeah. he was the Iranian Dick Cheney, or whatever, or the Iranian Colin Powell, who was like, you know, sending lads out to destabilize other nations. The Hook Rebels were like uh, the opposite of the American CIA forces that are out destabilizing, right. uh, you know, Eastern Black countries and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so I get some good information from him also. It, yeah, it, it seems like it's hard to put your finger on the truth right now, and a lot of stuff is subjective. I think our morals, our humanity, is all facing the same way. And I know when we're on the Union of the Unwanted, um, there's a lot of dudes on there that are all. Like politically, maybe opposed, uh, ideologically, maybe a little bit kind of not fully aligned, but definitely we all face the same way, uh, moralistically yeah. and and humanely, right? Because we all just want like a good world where every everybody is all right, and we're not trying to fucking disenfranchise anyone. We're not shouting like, no, no Trump, no wall, no USA at all. It's like we're going like let's let's all get along, you know. We're we're turning into the fucking hippies, man, passing the coke and holding hands, yeah. like to teach the world to sing. It's like, no, 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 like, you're good, you know. Um, What do you think then is going to happen, real quick, what do you think is going to happen with this election? Will Trump take it? Uh, Will Biden win? Will we be put into, like, a vaccine-ridden dystopia? And uh, how do you think it's going to pan out in the next few weeks? Prediction time, because obviously we know nothing. Trump, Trump, Trump Trump remains president. Yeah, you think? And the entire world, and the entire world, um, they won't. They won't be able to deny the lies. They won't be able to de- deny the corruption. They won't be able to deny the fraud. Um, and it's going to be a very painful experience for a little while. But I think that the world literally wakes up, and we have to remember that there's only a few of them, and about seven billion of us. Right? Do you think that mainstream news is going to take an L? That they're going to lose a lot of uh, uh, market value and that maybe they might even yes shut down big time big time and i think they're going to be run out i think they're going to be run out fingers crossed jeff what do you think (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean anything is possible man it's fucking 2020 like i said (laughs) the the two the two brands of ice cream we're arguing about are owned by the same company so Mm. will it be hulk hogan who wins or will be andre the giant who wins who knows it's you know i know they're still really fighting but you know, I think that's kind of the crumbs they give us to fight about. We've been dealing with such so much identity politics and extreme tribalism. It gets us just into divided into groups and then play the groups off against each other. Meanwhile, you know, your social engineers who plan this shit out decades in advance, nothing stopping the fourth industrial revolution, nothing stopping the internet of things. SpaceX just launched more. I guess they went up to the international space station, but nothing's stopping the satellites they're putting up there to create the internet of things, the smart grid, you know, we, we got a long road ahead of us, man. And um, in the immediate time, I hope, like Pat says, I'm, I'm, I try to be hopeful, but I think they've laid this out that they know they want to fight and they know a fight's coming. Yeah. And then on the ashes of that, they're going to they're gonna rebuild society to some degree. That's what I'm afraid of. The grand reset, Jeff, the great reset. I think, I, think Jeff, I think Jeff and I and you will all have, um, our shows will be on, on uh, major news networks. Well, I, I, even, I, I even put that to the union. <laughs> I said, uh, the YouTube Rewind is canceled this year for obvious reasons i guess and i said man we should put together an alternative youtube rewind and try and get all the people who were like you know uh the alex jones and the david ikes and all the people who were kind of shunned 
that we do a, a, a rewind, maybe have like an in memoriam section of all the people that got banned off YouTube in the last two months, uh, make an alternative, or indeed try and see if we can figure out uh, a replacement for each of the establishment heads. You know, I'm sure I'm sure Jeffrey could uh, could replace Trevor Noah on the Daily Show. Love to. We just swap him out. Yep. We could get. Uh, we could get. You know, who's going to Rachel Maddow? We could get somebody in there. Isaac Weishaupt or Don play. Lemon. I'm a, I'm yeah. a fellow of color, but I love the ladies. <laughs> <We> just, <laughs> you take over Don Lemon's job. You have to learn how to cry. Oh no, it's Van Jones. Van Jones. Would you cry like Van Jones? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oscar goes Martin. too. For the love of God, um, Jeff. Jeff won't. Jeff won't get his ears pierced <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Drunk as shit either. <laughs> <laughs> will you? Uh, will you tell? everybody then um you've had some great guests on your show can you tell everybody maybe a a, a little handful of the guests that you've had that, that were your favorites that people go back and look at and then tell everyone where you can find the conspiracy farm well we're still at the conspiracy farm.com uh we switched our youtube page our rss feed to that podcast network which still has all of our old archived episodes as well as <clears throat> some of our old everything combat we you know george foreman a lot of really cool guests on that show but for the conspiracy farm i mean obviously you've been an absolute delight we had on charlie robinson last night um for me really big ones have been you know we had on chris tonto peranto <clears throat> one of the surviving army rangers from benghazi rosa quarry which is i've read her work for years about breaking down agenda 21 g edward griffin yeah. was absolutely amazing as a whopper one. um yeah that was that was just it, it, that's almost he's og that part of my thought He's OG like a fucking big champ. But I mean, after we did, I think we did it back to back. Rosa, the NG Edward, Edward, that was part of my taking a break. I'm like, what the fuck more do we need to say? Yeah. Like, I'm done talking about COVID and this and that. We're just kind of repeating what everyone was already saying. But I'm like, they broke the chess game down, which encapsulates decades in these last two episodes. For me, it's like, all right, we, we've been talking about this stuff for years, hypothesizing. Now it's, in my opinion, it's here. Now it's kind of more solution-orientated. What do we do now? And like we talked with Charlie Robinson, you know, you can't recognize as a problem. You can't, you can't change anything unless you recognize as a problem. So hopefully those episodes, Rosa Corey, Jared Griffin, are, are definitely big, helpful uh, hints to pushing people in the right direction because the information is just fucking stellar, dude. And it's not machinations of their psychosis. These are writings. These are yeah. white papers. This is stuff they've studied for long long time heavily researched stuff yeah. part of you heavily, got a couple of favorites and uh, uh we, we you know um of course anytime anytime we talk to you know former tier one operators <clears throat> you know woody mister former seal team six guy he was one of the uh one of the originals um into afghanistan the the the, the horseback riding into you know warlords territory with saddlebags full of millions and millions of dollars Jesus. you know complete badasses dude Sounds i'm like telling you complete badasses movie. oh dude and and of course g edward griffin is i mean one of literally like dan gable is is still uh uh and dan gable's a famous wrestler the russians couldn't beat him he never got scored a point they never scored a point on him in the olympics you know that's the only sports guy that i <laughs> excuse me that i idolize but like g edward griffin is is literally a hero to me reading his book completely a revel to talk about a revelation to change my mind everyone in on the planet should be reading that book yeah it's a it's a brand opener for shizzle Creature yeah. from Jekyll Island, absolutely yes yeah um yeah well listen that's I, we call it a night um i mean that's just like a little catch-up swapcast having a chat about current events yeah uh we'll obviously do it again i'm gonna come on your show sometime in the next little while if the dystopia doesn't take us uh <laughs> you, you, 
how do you how do you take the tinniness out of a, a, a metal room with metal walls like that's yeah. the thing when we're in the in the bunker we'll have to buy real nice uh, sound diffusion equipment and stuff like that but um yeah, depending I, on how bad it goes you guys are talking about we're gonna we're gonna replace the mainstream news fuck if things go super sideways we're gonna be doing ham radio or shortwave radio yeah, or mailing same. out getting us getting a mailing list for cd roms again <laughs> sending out send out flash drives in the post yeah um, yeah man it's, it's a fucking crazy time you gotta look at it if you don't look at it i mean your your head is probably less full of shit but um whether you like it or not it's going to be happening to you in the next 60 days 70 days something like that um anything that i've mentioned in this show if you want to reach out to me info those conspiracy guys if you're listening on this channel and for your people we're going to do a swap cast so this is going to go out on your rss feed as well boys right Yes, sir. All right. So, uh, doseconspiracyguys.com is the website on all social medias. And uh, all it leaves me to do is say thanks to the lads. Jeffrey Wilson. Pat Thank Isaac. you, man. Thank you, um, my friend. It's been a pleasure. I mean, obviously, this is stuff we've all talked about before, but important stuff. Let's see what happens. Uh, eyes down for a full house. And uh, sure, look at <laughs> See you in the, in the Mad Max Thunderdome. <laughs> over the next 60 days. All right, buddy. Thank you, thanks my friend. Thanks very much you for joining us. Take care of yourself, brother. Bye-bye. Bye.